Hello and welcome to Theatre World News. I am your host, Jonathan Blake. Catching up with the latest gossip so you don't have to. I'm here with my gorgeous wife, Vanessa. Say hello. 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 And we're going to be talking about Musical Con, which happened on Saturday. And uh, it was a really good day. Um, so we're going to talk about generally what happened over the day. Um, talk through the bits that kind of happened, the things we liked, the things we didn't like. Um, and talk about whether we believe it's worth going again um, next year. And yeah, just have a general chat and let you guys know um, all about it, what's going down. So just off the bat, did you enjoy it? Thumbs up, thumbs down? Definitely thumbs up. Had a really nice day. Um, to set the scene for those listening, it was at the Excel Centre in London. And it was um, a convention, so in a big convention hall. And there was a main stage with various performances throughout the day. There was a talk stage with different chats going on. Um, There was a place where you could meet some of the people, the performers, the cast and stuff. Um, There was two workshop spaces that you could have done pre-booked workshops for like singing and dancing and stuff. There was stalls where you could buy musical merch and such. And then there was various stalls where people were like promoting their theatre schools or their companies and that sort of stuff. Courses and yeah, and and there was lots to see, wasn't there? Yeah, lots to see. It were kept the day. The day was full. We we had we had a great time. I would definitely go again. Yeah, it was brilliant. So, um, anything that kind of stood out for you, just off the top of your head? Um, really enjoyed some of the performances on the main stage. Um watching some previews and the wicked section was really good yeah it was brilliant so um that i mean for me i loved the um competition yes which we will talk about briefly so shall we just get started from the very beginning so mm-hmm. for first thing that we noticed the trains weren't working so we had yeah. to drive to west Hampstead to then get the train to the xl but i'm sure next year it will be sorted yes so we got there a little late. Little but I think late. it was worth it though, because it meant that we missed the giant we queue. We skipped the giant queue. Yeah. The queue opened at eight, but the convention didn't open till ten, so people were queuing for two hours. Yeah. But having seen videos online, they were all singing musical theatre songs, so they were having a Which, great time. Yeah, and it's just nice, isn't it? The it's nice that people can meet up who all love musical theatre, all kind of enjoy um, what what they enjoy, and kind of yeah be, be geek out about mm-hmm. all these amazing shows we, we arrived and heathers was on the main stage i think we heard yes. we heard them performing and um it sounded incredible mm-hmm. we we did, we did say the sound was a little bit wobbly at the beginning yeah it seemed to get better through the day but i think they were having mic issues and balancing issues and stuff mm. um yeah that's one of the things that that let the day down i suppose yeah, the, it it start it started off quite um quite wobbly with the the sound and stuff. But generally, every performer that we saw on that stage was incredible, weren't mm-hmm. they? Uh, there were so many talented people out there, professionals and amateur. It was it was amazing to see. So when we arrived, we 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 saw that, and then what did we decide to do straight after that? Um, then we. Oh, then we stayed to on that main stage and watched some show previews coming mm, up. New, brand new musicals. Yeah, so we watched two back-to-back. Um, the first one being 
but I'm a cheerleader. Um, Thoughts? I'm not rushing to buy a ticket, but I appreciated it. Um, I think probably what let it down was, one, the sound. So it was tricky to hear what they were saying and stuff because you need to hear the lyrics in musical theatre. But also, they didn't explain the show before the the preview started. So we kind of just went a, into a bit cold. Just a quick synopsis, like, okay, this is what's going down. This is this is what the character's feeling at this moment. Yeah. So take it all in and enjoy it, yeah. But the, wasn't um, really much of that. The, the lead girl sounded incredible. Oh, she, God, yeah. she could belt. And, um, yeah, their, their dancing was good. They had the full choreography and full costumes and Type stuff. Type of music, would you say it was? Um, oh, a bit poppy, belty. A bit pop rock? yeah. Yeah, pop rock, I'd say. Um, and I'm, it's called But I'm a Cheerleader. Um, it will be coming out very shortly in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, ha- yeah, have a look out for that. And then um, it moved on to the next one, which was Super, Super U, U, which I really enjoyed. Yeah. Maybe because they gave a little synopsis before the show, the preview yeah, started. Yeah, that, yeah. So we understood the, the story. Um and they didn't have costumes, they didn't have choreography or anything yet because it is so brand new. But oh, it was good, it was good. The, again, the lead girl was incredible and she could sing. And um, I think she was the super swing in Six recently. So pretty cool that she's now the leading lady yeah. in her own show. And, and it was good to see, it's always good to see new material. and. Again, the music started off quite rocky. Yeah, yeah, that first um, number. The kind of the, the idea that I kind of got from that show was that um, this this leading lady was very much in love with this person. This person was her backbone and said, "You can go out, you can do this, you can achieve your goals." And then he dies. <gasps> Spoiler. Spoiler alert. This is I could be completely wrong, but this <laughs> is just what this is just what I got from that and then um, the story kind of tells around how she copes and then becomes um, a strong independent woman Um, this is the premise that I got and yeah the writer of the show was on stage performing Mm -hmm. as well with her cast yeah she was loving playing the violin she was a loving life indeed but of course it's your own show it's your own material and Mm -hmm. you will express that through your performance um and sell it and sell it and sell it which was good good mm. i enjoyed it the supporting cast as well the, the two two of the girls that were singing they were good and um yeah and they did say at the start of the, the, that synopsis bit that there's lots of different music types in that show and we did yeah. hear a little bit didn't we? we did get a little bit um a bit of a montage r and b at one point and then there was a bit of a poppy bit. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to listen to that. Yep. Info. So, um, that is called Super U, um, which I believe will be out shortly. I, it will, I imagine it will go on Spotify and everything else first before. I don't know. Don't know. Uh, they I don't think they even said which theatre it was going to be in. Because it was so brand new. It was so brand new. We were the first people to ever see it done live, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. which is incredible, isn't it? We're part of history, baby. Really cool. So then after that, we had a little bit of a break, didn't we? Yeah, we had, had a little, little mooch around. Little mooch around the shops. And got a bit of a lunch, um, mm. which was nice. They had 
Um, I presume because it was the first one, they only had two or three food vendors. Not many choices. In, yeah, no. not many choices. But good. The food that was there good was choices, good. Good choices. But because it was in the Excel, you could tap out and go to go all the other food things the that were available yeah. and come back in, which I think quite a lot of people did because it did seem to drop off Empty a bit at a that bit. point. Yeah. Lo- lots of queues, big queues. Yes. But I expect that with a convention. Yeah. Um, there, was, there was choices to meet um, meet and greet some performers um we'd had a mooch around the shops and any kind of uh, merchant that shops that you stood out for you would you say Ooh, um i liked that there was like a theater merch stall so all the shows that are in the west end or have been in the west end recently you could buy their merch yeah that was so really like, cool say if you'd been to see a show but oh they, they'd run out of the mugs that day or something it then meant you could you could buy the mug and put it into your collection so that was pretty cool um and you you purchased something from that store i did i did i got myself a sister act umbrella because why not we live in <laughs> sunny rainy england and it's always good to have an umbrella at hand yeah and i happened to lose my last one so it was nice <laughs> to get um, a musical themed umbrella I, I was very happy with that yeah. purchase um i was gonna i was tempted to get myself a musical con um t-shirt or hoodie but the queue was humongous yeah they could have done with maybe two of those stores because that was popular yeah May, maybe a little tip for next year mm-hmm. just to get more yeah. more merch stands yeah um, i think more merch stands in general because they were so popular like all all the stalls where you could buy stuff from were really popular so much so that you couldn't really browse it no, very well because you couldn't and, really look because there was a queue with people yeah, already and waiting they were, to buy something they were all quite tightly packed so yeah. I think if they if they do this, well they are doing it again. But next year it'd be nice if the stalls were spread out a bit more and there was more used of a, them. Used a bigger room, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that I mean, but the content that was there was very mm, good. Really good. They just needed more. Yes. Um, and then so we we had food. We sat down. We had yes. food, and we saw one of the most amazing performances ever, didn't we? Whilst we were sitting and and, and eating. Yes. The defying the wicked moment so we we witnessed four previous alphabas um perform defying gravity Mm -hmm. and it was just incredible if you um follow me on my socials um there is a short clip on there that of them singing and it was just it was incredible to see live it was really cool because they they introduced each alphabet one by one and did a little Q&A session with each actress. And then they sang a solo. And then they were like, and now the next alphabet. And then obviously people who are massive Wicked fans knew the names so of the, all these actresses. Yeah, so what, what songs were they? It was The Wizard and I. Yeah. Um, the one where she's singing no to Fiera. Yeah, that one. And I'm Not That Girl. It was I'm yes. Not That Girl. Yeah, what, yeah one of the... Alphabets didn't do a solo, actually, did she? Yeah. Um, but then they all sang Defying Gravity. And wow. Oh, my gosh. These ladies can sing. Like, it was incredible. It was, it was goosebump, uh, no... spine-tingly amazing. Yeah, there was, there was, there was no words about it, it really. It was, re- it was really goosebump, spine-tingly. Yeah. It was incredible. Um, and, and I really uh, liked yeah. that they didn't try and out-sing each other. 
they all sang their little bits in their own style, did and they their sang own harmonies. Riffs. They 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 yeah. added harmonies. They did some the harmonies together. And when they did the big bit at the end, they all just did it in their own way. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to outsing you. It felt really supportive and celebratory of look at us. We were all alphabets. Like how amazing. And I mean, in an ideal world, all the professionals out there would love to do one big happy show together and mm-hmm. and just <laughs> and sing sing their praises. But it was good to see such a unique performance happen live in front of our eyes. Um, and once we got over that, we, what did we do next? We did have a, we have another mooch at the shops. We had a yeah. little look around, and then um, we went back to the main stage because they were having the star of musical con competition. Um, which was a competition where fans could submit their their performances, videos of them performing prior to the day. And there was various different heats that they got through to this competition. And then the final heat was to stand on the main stage at Musical Con, sing your song, be judged by judges, and then a winner was going to be picked. So that was really fun. I didn't know what to expect, but... They were impressive, weren't they? Yeah, the, um, the people of all different ages and um, quality and skills, but sang very popular songs that, of course, we all knew and loved. Um, and there, there was three judges, the, um, like a director, kind of a talent scout, um, and, and a p- performers who gave their honest opinions of, of mm-hmm. each performers. Um, there was barely a weak link. No, they were also good and most of them actually were like early 20s, late teens really. And um, the talent that they had and the confidence to go and do that. And it's a big, it take, takes a lot of guts, a lot exactly, of balls. Exactly, and there was hundreds of people there watching them. And um, some of them, they, they asked them after they sang like, so what are you doing, how old you are? And quite a lot of them were still at, they were at drama school or they were performing. Yeah, still in education, yeah. There was there was two, though, that were still at high school. And they were just like, how are you that good and you're still in high school? I know. <laughs> they it's, will it's... be on the West End. The, the lad that sang Dear Evan Hansen, who was 16, will be on the West End one day. He was wonderful. Yeah, it was, it, it, it was very good, very talented. Um, but who won? A older gent who was actually there on his stag slash yeah, pendant. his stag. He got... <laughs> his, um, his friends secretly submitted his audition tape and arranged his stag do to be on that day. Um, so he had no idea it was going on and then he only found out about it because Musical Con wrote to him to say, oh, congratulations, you're in the final, which kind of spoiled the surprise, but also probably good for him to go and prepare. And then he, he performed live and then he, he won and... He was wonderful. He sang um, a song from Colour Purple. Yeah, it was a beautiful oh, show. It was so moving. It was really good. And he made a very good point about, um, he felt that, because he's an older guy, he probably felt during his um, singing career, he, he hadn't had much opportunity. He felt that um, there's probably not much enough um, representation, which kind of hit home with me because uh, to a certain extent, I mean, in the musical theatre world, um, being black and male, there's only certain things that, that you will probably be considered for. But it was nice to see people, to see someone like him up on stage and kind of, um, yeah, rep- representing. It was it was nice. It was nice to see. Mm. It- and he won um, tickets for next year's Musical Calm. He won a workshop with somebody. He won loads of merch. Like, he did well. He's done very well. He walked away a very happy man. 
Um, so that was a very, that was a highlight for me yes. personally. And also the mention of the costumes. I think we should do that now because Let's do it, the yeah. girl who sang six. She sang Heart of Stone. She had the most amazing six costume <laughs> on, which she had made herself. I know. Like, like such talent. Like. So they'd encourage cosplay, which we had thought about, but we didn't get organised enough. Well, you know what um, they do next year? Well, yeah, next year. But we did go in our show t-shirts at least. So We still represented. Yeah. I had my Hamilton hoodie on. Definitely. And, yeah. and we did... Well, we felt quite smug as we were on the tube on the way. They were like, oh, no, no one's dressed up. We'd look quite silly. But then when we got there, what there was a handful of people in, cos- in cosplay. Um, lots of Heathers, lots of waitresses, quite a few Six costumes. Um, there, there was a group that were in Phantom of the Opera. They, they looked yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, you, you had a lot of lamies. Yeah, some lamies ones looked cool. There were some, a few Hamiltons who were like in the I'm big sure, Hamilton I'm dresses. I'm sure I saw someone dressed as a cat as well from Cats. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, My was... favourite costume of the day was <laughs> yeah. we when we were watching the competition, we turned around and there was this guy in, in, a, in a parcel. And I was like, what? why is he dressed up in a big box? He had one big box on his body and a box on his head. I was like, what, what What? could he be? Like, what musical's that? And all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, he's a brown paper parcel tied up with string. And then I then looked at his costume a bit more and he had all these stickers on him. And there was like a cup of tea, a piece of bread. And I was like, he is my favourite things from Sound of Music. And his whole costume was the lyrics from that song. It was incredible. Yeah, it was. It was so... It... It was funny once once the kind of pebble dropped. We were like, "Oh my god, that's so inventive, so clever, so clever!" And that was we. we I mean, for a good few minutes, we were just laughing to ourselves yeah. at how, how amazing it was. And he was just stood there, like, "Yeah, just casual, like a casual, funny costume." Um, and then after after we'd done that, we were looking forward to having um, listen to Toby Marlowe. Oh no, 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 no! After that was. Probably one of my highlights of the day was another show preview. I see. This is why I skip. This is why I I, I tend to forget this. But carry on. I'll let you finish. It was the preview of Cinderella, the Rodgers and Hammerstein version, which is going to be performed at the Hope Mill in Manchester. And I loved it because in my mind, that's a proper musical. An R and H musical, that's a musical. There's strings there's a ballet sequence oh i loved it every moment of it it is it is a musical in the classic sense um and it it did it did stand out amongst the very modern yeah type musicals it was one of the it was one of the only musicals apart from of course the little snippets of lamies and various other bits that people done throughout the day that was the one classical musical that stood out for me which i quite enjoyed not hearing people belt you actually heard people singing in head voices and rather than I'm going to belt at you and, and blow do your socks vocal, off. Vocal acrobatics, yeah. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. And um yeah, I'd like to see that one. It, it was it, it was it was it was beautiful to see. It was mm. very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Um on the eye. Um it was it was not it was nice to enjoy. It was a big cast as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Really big Lots cast. of young people, yeah. mic, a mix of people. Very diverse. Um and for those maybe who don't know, but it is the same version that was a TV film back in the day with Brandy as Cinderella and Whitney Houston yeah. as a fairy godmother. Yeah, so um, check it out, Hope Mill Theatre. 
um it these are all um these are all things that i'll post um in the links below but um yes okay so we we did see that and mm -hmm. then then we went to the talks we went stage. to the talks but there were talks on stage when we were waiting for headphones yes. yeah we managed or, to sneak um, some headphones a bit earlier because they were using silent disco headphones so that you could hear the stage so, properly. yeah to kind of because the room was it, it was fairly small there were there were moments of clashing of music for yeah. workshops or things happening on stage etc so they needed these headphones to cancel out what was going on elsewhere and uh we saw footballers wives yes the musical. the two leads male and female lead and the um creative team were on stage and as we managed to grab some headphones we heard them talk about the show a little bit and then we heard two songs, Previews, a couple songs um, yeah. it was good it sounded really funny yeah. um i'm definitely gonna have a listen on spotify G gave me kind of like that um made in dagnum-esque yeah. vibe um of show um and yet footballers wives that there are they are on also um socials instagram um um tiktok etc um check them out it's called i believe the at is fm musical mm -hmm. um fm no f w yeah <laughs> f my spelling's terrible fw um musical and check it out it's it's all on on there and it's pretty good music's yeah, pretty good sounded really good so um yeah then we got to the pretty much the the bit that we were waiting for yes we'd spotted this on the program early on and we were like we have to get seats to yeah, hear this we've got to hear it and we heard hear them. toby marlow talk about his creative process of six and how he wrote it the idea how it came around what inspired him the music he grew up listening to um like how he kind of just yeah this whole process and it was it was really refreshing to see someone um i mean it, the way he done it was very unorthodox it mm -hmm. wasn't like he um he had this he had this vision from the very beginning and he always dreamed of being a musical theater writer he just knew that he wanted to do something that was different to mm -hmm. the standard um qu like quota of musicals yeah yeah because he was saying that he it was while he was at Oxford Uni studying English and he joined the Musical Theatre Society who took a, a show up to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival every year. Uh, the year he was there, they said, oh, you know what, we want to do something that we've written ourselves so we don't have to pay for the rights so we can earn a bit more um, so you can all pitch to us. So he pitched a show to them without an actual show. He just pitched like five concepts that this show would have so like one of them would be it's based on something familiar to everyone so like a character or an event or something which then turned out to be henry VIII's six wives um he said he wanted to have pop music because he loves pop music which yeah. all the music in six is very poppy um he said he wanted to change the construct of a show didn't just want it to be a normal show with the fourth wall and all that sort of stuff which is why it's a concert um sixes and he also talked about the dynamics of women and he wanted more women in it or mess around with gender roles but obviously six is all female so yeah that was really cool to listen yeah. to um the 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 and he of course was um co-wrote with his friend lucy, lucy moss yeah who is a very talented um songwriter 
um, who helped write various other things that went to the fringe as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and they wrote it in because they were in their final year of Oxford, which no, take it seriously. Um, they wrote in four days during a holiday. They just bashed it out. It's just amazing. <laughs> just a cash um, writer of a musical in, in a few days. You yeah. know? But just, I was blown away. Very talented um, person to just um, think of a concept. And his method of concept was kind of like similar to how I kind of um, write songs too. And it kind of inspired me to have a few ideas that I've written down. And I hope that I can kind of manifest that into something, whether it's, uh, you know, an internet an mm. internet show or it's something that becomes a musical. But I will talk about that on um, another podcast, about my idea of the musical that I would like to write myself. Mm. I think um, one of the things that he said, which was quite inspiring and I think hit home with you, is when they took Six to the Fringe, it wasn't finished, it wasn't polished, it wasn't West End ready. Because then after, when it, it then did get picked up, to go on the West End, they cut down Heart of Stone because that had been a seven-minute-long song. Yes, long song. Imagine that. <laughs> and then they also wrote the second half of I Don't Need Your Love because that wasn't in the Fringe version. Um, so it just kind of reminds you that your show doesn't have to be perfect to put it on a stage. Like, if you've got content, put it, put it out there. I think what's important, yeah, is you've got a concept. You've got a good basis of um of what to go on and belief you've got to you you can't kind of sit around on something and you've got to just throw it out there and someone who enjoys your vision will pick it up and yeah will love it and mm. many and many people out there do now and it's it's a very successful show mm, really successful yeah and also um I want to be his best friend he was really cool yeah he was he seemed really cool really just fun yeah um fun and kind of he like he had this head full of like visions and mm. ideas and, and and so clever which kind of makes sense given that he went to oxford and was studying english but so clever and that makes sense in six doesn't it the way that they just yeah, yeah. mention things and that they make done references you make to stuff oh and... i didn't know i didn't know they done that i didn't yeah. know they they um they, they they thought that way or they believed in those things but it, it was nice you feel like when you watch six you learn about the wives you learn about things that you, that yeah, you don't and hear obviously about they're, because the books only speak about the about henry yeah and so. obviously they're they're fictional because we, we don't know we don't, them, we don't, but yeah. it's really cool and like it's a cool concept like how yeah. they um and now listening back we're on the way back we listen to musicals in the car and we listen to six and we were all sitting there going oh so i wonder which pop star inspired this song and on some of them you're like oh my god it's britney spears or you're like that's, that is... or that's yeah it's, <laughs> so like... it's really cool and obviously there's quite a few beyonce references throughout the show uh, so yeah really really fun i that was definitely a highlight for me um though it was a shame because that was on the talk stage at the same time that the show off cast versus cast was on the main stage. So while we were watching Toby talk, we kept hearing little snippets of what was going on the main stage. And basically they were they were singing off against each of different casts were. So it's a shame we, we missed that. We missed that because I think like just going um, going on to the next uh, musical um convention next year um maybe if we could change anything it would 
just to kind of spread things out a bit more. Yeah, I think... I mean, we tried to squeeze everything in in one day and it was over a but weekend. But we, we didn't so. do any workshops or anything. So can you imagine how busy your day would have been if you'd paid for a workshop as well? Yeah, there was there, there was so much to do. I mean, even if you tried to do everything, you couldn't mm. really um, do everything. Yeah, um, I think if next year, if, if they could spread out the, the schedule on the main stage, would be better. So maybe the the cast off bit should have been the final thing that happened that day so maybe after all the, the talks and the workshops had finished usher everybody towards the main stage for the last half hour of the day that would have been a really nice way of finishing the day yeah or or doing like a full convention workshop so like someone goes oh. out on the main stage and you just get everyone who's up for it of course not everyone has to do this um to go out onto the main floor and like they can you can have your comfies on and you can do do a short learn dance a or even or even learn a song that'd be fun um, oh my god they could easily do on the screen or something and everyone yeah. just and everyone just sings a, a song together they could easily do like i don't know you know, like in um, work from Hamilton, yeah. the the Skylar sisters, their arms. Like we could all just have learned that bit of the song, couldn't we? Exactly. Yeah, and, and that would have been fun. Yeah, and like, 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 yeah, like I said, the karaoke bit where everyone, where everyone there can just sing together, sing in harmony. Maybe get some people sing one line yeah, and get yeah. the middle people sing one line, and then and people cool. on the right sing one line. Because there were obviously we didn't do any of the workshop, but there were workshops where you could sing with professionals and one of them was like learning to belt one of them was um i can't remember what the, the singing workshops were but for the, the dance ones there was learn the opening number of rent with someone from was it the choreographer from it was rent? choreographer yeah yeah and then they had leighton williams teaching um something about jamie and yeah they were they were really cool dance routines and choreography going on we had a little sneak peek at them and they were cool yeah it was really fun it was really cool um so to, to kind of um, round things off, we've, we've gone through, that was the day pretty much. After that, we, we, um, we, we, we left to come back mm-hmm. and kind of to soak everything in. Um, but now it's been nearly a week since we went. What would be, what would be your, so your highlight, you would say? Um, the Wicked bit and also hearing Toby. And hearing Toby. Yeah. Yeah, what about my, yours? yeah. Mine would be um, Toby hearing the new musicals for the mm-hmm. first time, and um, the the musical con competition. Yeah, um, hearing just every every everyday Joes who are still new and learning and training, um, going on on the big stage and and performing. Amazing. It, it made you realise how much talent is out there. There's so much talent. People, there's so many people who are talented that aren't performing professionally in amateur who are also very talented mm-hmm. noda were there as well yeah there were, um the stores there, there was noda there's quite a few musical theater schools wasn't there oh yeah um and companies and you picked up a musicals magazine as well. i did yeah and we've i haven't had the chance to read it yet but it's got lots of good things in there that i'll delve into on the weekend um i picked up a flyer for the west end musical choir fun um it's a west end musical choir and it's like a non-audition um based choir and they host weekly rehearsals and you can learn all your favorite hits and it's um it's actually led by professional musical directors from the west end as well i mean it's it it, it sounds brilliant they've got all the socials on there if you are 
um, interested in that, I do have the information here. Just go to at Western Musical Choir, or you could go on their Facebook page, which is West End Musical Choir. Just put it all in one word. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I will put it all in the show notes. But um, yeah, that's one. That's there one. was also another one that I spoke to, and it was. Um, musical is like west end fitness or musical fitness or something and basically it's workout but you do it to musical theater songs i was like that is cool and they were saying oh yeah we're an online based thing but we're franchising so we're trying to get people across the country to teach these classes i was like ooh, been off my day job and go do musical theater dance classes yes please yeah it definitely made us um question (laughs) our career choices (laughs) um yeah, and so there was there was lots going on. Very happy, very uh, much enjoyed the day. Love the day. I think maybe if we went next year, it would be fun to do two days because the the Sunday schedule looked cool. They had um, a camera Macintosh section. They had Back to the Future, the musical. They had In the Heights cast reunion, which would have been amazing. Really to see. cool. And yeah. um, they had Anne Juliet performing. They had a. Um, a secret one, um, which I think was actually Hamilton. Um, I've seen online. I think Hamilton turned up. And yeah, the Sunday looks just as good as the Saturday. So we know next we know next year, you know, get a hotel room and and probably um, try and, and see both days. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and get, get the most out of it. I mean, for, for £30 a ticket, you really oh, got your money's it worth. It was a great day. I'd never been to a convention before, so I didn't really know what to expect. But it was good. It was really good. Though, um, as we were leaving, we saw that the Cake and Bake show was next door. So (laughs) if um, someone could just combine those two conventions into one, that would be my dream. (laughs) Basically, a waitress version of of both, like... It'd be great. Yes. Cakes and musicals. Musicals and cakes. Happy days. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Um, So, to wrap things up... um, you ha- happy overall? We- Loved it, yeah. yeah. Really glad we went. Felt quite special to be at the first one. Um, yeah. Score it a 10? Ooh, uh, maybe like a 7 or 8. Um, things that let it down, which we kind of mentioned before, was the scheduling of the main stage clashing with other things. Um, the sound in the whole room was an issue, so everything was competing. So the main stage was competing with the workshops, were competing with the talk stage, so... That was quite tricky, and at times it did let it down. Like you couldn't hear what they were saying on the talk stage because something was blasting out of the main yeah. stage. So seven or eight out of ten. Um, yep, yeah, I'd go for the same. Um, enjoyed it, loved it, but definitely room for improvement too. But it is the first one, and the I think room to grow yeah. as well. Yeah, the first of many. We hope. Um, so yeah, that is that will be it, and. Um, of course, if you haven't already, follow me on Instagram, Facebook. I'll put all the links below. And I'll end with a quote I always end with. If you want to make the world a better place, start with a person standing in the mirror. I am your host, Jonathan Blake. And we have Vanessa. And we would like to say bye-bye. Bye. And see you again on the next episode.